Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Ali Martin. Hello. <laughs> it's a, oh I'm oh. sorry. It's okay. It's warranted. A lot <laughs> has happened. That's the state of our emotions yeah. heading into our discussion that. on Thanks to Them, <laughs> the first of three season three specials for The Owl House. It's finally here, and we're going to be talking all, everything about Thanks to them, it was the hour-long special. In case you missed the news, Owl House Season 3 is shortened. It's just three, you know, 44 minutes slash hour, whatever you want to call it, specials instead of a full season. So this is the first of them, and the other two will be airing in 2023. Um, so yes, this aired uh, for us last night, and mm-hmm. um, it's available on uh, YouTube for free in some countries, actually, if you want to check Go that out. Go watch it! Uh, so we are going to be getting into spoilers uh, immediately for... This episode of the Alas, the special. Make sure you've seen it up until the end. Got some spoilers at the end, uh, but I assume we liked it. Uh, we, were, I mean, you're not gonna, <laughs> wa- not gonna it. watch unless you've watched the rest of Alas, probably. But this would be an interesting first episode of Alas. <laughs> oh God, no, that was. I mean, they'd be like, "Wow, on. this is great pacing. It's so tight and beautiful." But what is anything that's happening? Yeah, would be the that's thought. Fun. I mean, I think most of the human stuff will make sense. Okay. Maybe the Earth, Earth stuff. Will okay. The, but, the human stuff, yeah. The human stuff. Most of them aren't human, I guess, to be fair. Uh, let's get into Thanks to Them, uh, which uh, we're probably not going to talk about the title. Didn't reference okay. any episode. No, that's I what I wanted to ask you guys. What does Thanks to Them mean? Yeah, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't say what it means. But, like, so. should we know? Are, we're I don't, not I don't think so. Casuals. Should I feel we like know what it means? Anything. Like, come on. So did, I feel like it could be anything that we talked about in our speculation. Like, it could mean yeah. thanks to the evil people I'm here or thanks to the great people I'm doing my best. In, in Dana's promo art for the episode, uh, I'm scrolling down, it's uh, Luz is kind of like looking at herself with Eden and King, thanks yeah. to them. So I, I still think it's thanks to the people in the Boiling Isles that we're still like alive right now. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it really matters. It's more, I think it's more because the anagram is going to spell out with the first word. So I won't spoil yeah. the second. Well, like, I like that theory that it's, you know, because, again, that's the motivation for going back. All the people they left behind. Yeah, got it. Got to get back to that. I like that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. What were your reactions? I mean, still pretty soon after. So it could be your reactions now. And what are you thinking since about this episode, Michelle? Well, I mean, it was a real chonker at 46 minutes. (laughs) What are you laughing? It was. Chonker of all the words. It was a long episode. They're normally 22. Uh, I mean, so much happened. Um, I will say, and I think um, I might have said this at the season two finale as well, but it's like because they've had to pivot the the story structure so much since their order was reduced it seems like they've been taking a lot of different approaches um and and pushing through things like at a quicker pace which like obviously they probably want more time to show like lumity dates and you know like hunter going through like identity stuff and like being worried about bellows goop and all that stuff but like for the way it was handled here it's so nice and i really like it as someone who will never know quite what the initial plan was the version we got is so satisfying i really enjoy it it really felt like watching a mini movie which is a different experience 
but I really like it for that. And I mean, just, ah, I, I honestly wasn't expecting a lot of emotional stuff to happen in this, which like maybe that's a fool's hope because there's only three episodes. So. And it's the Owl House. And it's the Owl House and they are known for that. Well, what, what was the big emotional reaction in this episode? Oh, I don't know. No, actually, because so when I was watching it at like midnight, I was really tired and kind of drunk. So it was a different, <laughs> it was a different experience. But when I rewatched it this morning, the part that made me like cry was not Flapjack kicking the bucket, even though that was really sad. It was actually at the very end when Camilla is like, all right, I'm going to go to the demon world with you like and like you know there's that like close-up shot of like um the azura hat on the ground right and like Mm. and she like picks it up and like loose puts it on she's like a witch should always have her hat and they hold hands like that broke me just because like 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 camille is such a good mom and it was just like her fully accepting you know that loose is really interested in these things and she's doing a lot of stuff that like used to make her scared, but now she's coming around to it. It's just like that ultimate like support and vote of confidence from Camille was like, oh my God, that felt so earned and so nice. So that was the part that made me cry out of everything. And it was such a nice culmination. And like, I feel like we can agree this was like a Camilla MVP episode, right? Like they did so much legwork to give us so much context to everything that's been going on since Luce was a kid and the decisions she's been making with her. And just like her doing her best all the time. And it was just, uh, that was fantastic. So that was a highlight for me, honestly, just that very end. With right, the nice, two yeah. Them. The going through the portal stuff. I can definitely yeah. see that. That's nice. Uh, Allie, for you, was it Flapjack, though? I mean, initially, <laughs> obviously, yes. But like, to Michelle's point, through the episode, they kept emphasizing how great and supportive of a mom Camila is. Like, she's loses biggest supporter. And now she's a mother of six. And she loves all of her children. And she's the best mom We love to see supportive parents in, like, not a traumatizing setting, but, like, you know, these kids have a lot to deal with. And, like, just the fact that she was, like, automatically down for going to the Demon Realm after watching all of Luz's vlogs, which also did break me. Like, seeing her young and finding out that her dad gave her the Azura book. A lot of stuff with Camilla, like, broke me. And the dream sequence, which hopefully we'll talk about later. But um, for me, like, I would say, like, stuff like that made me more emotionally... Uh, connected, but like stuff with Flapjack, I'm just like devastated, and it lingers for me because there's a lot of loose ends there. Like oh, obviously yeah. with the stuff like Evelyn and the connection to Caleb, a lot of that. I'm just like, what's gonna happen? How does it all fit into this puzzle? So that's why I'm like in pain over it. But with Camilla, it's a good pain. Like um, yeah. yes, so much pain. My reaction honestly was first pain, then oh my god, shipping, <laughs> and then. <more> <laughs> Oh my god, shipping. I'm glad that And also, to like the point we've talked about constantly with the show, I'm always impressed with their pacing. But to me, it did not feel like 45 minutes. It flew by. Like, obviously, they like did fit in a lot in not a lot of time. But I mean, 45 minutes is a long time, but it just flew by so fast. And I think the time skip was great and a good element in that yeah, I like, kind of flow. Um, I'm glad we got to see a lot of what we talked about on our speculation podcast, like with the new outfits, all the Lumity dates the giraffes. Um, and like I said, the most interesting parts for me are when like more lore stuff or backstory things are revealed or hinted at. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it like deep dive. I'm ready for all the conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's the best Yeah, part. conspiracy. Yeah, 
list. Illuminati, let's go. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually that, happening. It's not a conspiracy. Illuminati <laughs> and Lumity together somehow, maybe. Lumid, lu, Illuminati. Illuminati. That's the show, though. Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That, I, we could make that the title. Um, the, sure. The, I don't know if it makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like this episode. I like this first special. Um, it was like 65% slice of life. So, of course, so I really sure, liked it. Explain it was very slice of life. So, very. I mean, it's perfect for me. Yeah, uh, like it was like the lore in the background, but slice of life was very much front and center. Yeah, I, it was all framed around Lars. Uh, we could talk about how it was presented. Um, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting... We, we talked about it all being on Earth, but I thought that they would be primarily Bellos or Mystery or... or trying to get back or horror. <laughs> like, I, I thought that would be in the forefront. And I think... It was, uh, that was at the end of the episode, yes, but for that, but it was uh, a little bit in the background compared to the character stuff. So I was really impressed with how much mm-hmm. character work that they fit in in this mm, episode. Right. Uh, yeah. I, so, like, okay, you think we're condensing, uh, 20 episodes into three specials while well, these small character moments are what's going to end up getting cut. But no, they no, no, prioritize no. that in this yeah. episode, which I really like. Pause does leave me a little bit worried about how much we have to do in the last two episodes. Uh, but uh, for this episode, I mean, I, I was really impressed by it. The number, so loved all the Lumity. We're going to talk about it. I it was yeah. con- constantly presented throughout the episode and in small doses. Uh, only thing is, like, if we got a longer form date scene, which kind of was the yeah. the hayride a little bit, but it ended up being focused on plot. Uh, but the, <laughs> but there was uh, so so much uh, in there throughout, especially in the montage in the beginning, was incredible. Uh, yeah. the, as mentioned, I think the thing i was most impressed by with this episode which i wasn't expecting was uh them giving context to the the state of losing camilla in the pilot yeah Yeah. like i wasn't expecting uh camilla and lose like where we're coming in with them in the pilot loses past Mm -hmm. camilla's past because like a lot there's a lot of discussions like is camilla a good mom is she forcing lose to get whatever and you know i think that's a fair reaction just watching the first episode but like we really make clear exactly what was happening here Mm -hmm. and i really like that they they sat they spent time with that especially if camilla's going to be a character in the next two episodes so i, I can't that believe would... camilla's gonna be actively doing things in the right that with her yes. like metal f-ing bat oh, i'm oh, sorry you can bleep me i'm so sorry, <laughs> sorry. you had it you had an early one earlier one too. Just... <laughs> we're marking it in the timeline yeah now. we got it we got it but, like her and that bat is gonna be such a oh my god and for her to meet ida i'm so like the moms together do you think from she's going to have a chancla, though? Because I still want to see. I know. Get I'm like, I hope she's back down for the chancla. Maybe she's got it's one. It's going to be canon. I'm sure you can find one there. Um, yeah. She can find one. We, we've, we've speculated about Camille coming to the Boiling House, but it's still yeah. a little bit of a surprise that actually happened, especially oh, yeah. when it's like only three episodes. It's like, this is what we're spending time on. And I love that. And I love that they really prioritized her as a character, loses past as a character. Um, so I, I think this is really strong because, because the context for now we know what happened with Luz's dad vaguely, but we know, no. we know more of their family situation. I think that that's really good. Um, and mm-hmm. that, that really helps Luz's character. Uh, the Bellow stuff, I, there's a lot of intriguing stuff at the end. I think the fight scene is, is great. There's like a 30 uh, second super fluid animation there. It was, I love that. It was eye candy the entire time. It was so it was beautiful. So Everyone got to do cool stuff. It was great. Yeah. So I'm like 90% like, you know, 
somewhat 80, 90 percent <laughs> positive like that. The 10 percent would be uh, it was this a little underwhelming from like a plot perspective, because here's the argument. Uh, there's this is an episode without Ida, the king, the collector, etc. Mm-hmm. And still, there's only like 10 minutes of Bellow stuff at the end, not just Bellow's plot, anything plot related, really not that much until the end. So I could see some people being <laughs> underwhelmed by the plot stuff here. I would say Bellow's scoop was sprinkled in pretty consistently. I'd say it was more, more foreshadowing for yeah, what happened. But at he the was end. there doing stuff, he got that deer, he, yeah, he was he there. out in the house, yeah, he, he got the whole deer, he ate that deer the whole forest. He's like, my look relies on antlers. It's my signature look. I yeah, need to eat a deer why? to bring it back. <laughs> he likes playing the Nowhere King. He yeah. wants to enter world. He, yeah. he like, knows okay, what identify with this. He wants to be a scary boy. He needs the antlers. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, like, I'm, I'm all about the Bellows lore in terms of uh, how much of that we got. Um, I like, I, I think this is, I, well, look, Bellows went into the portal, so I'm happy that we're going to keep doing it. So that's, that's yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe he's still relevant. I really expect his, his situation to end now, but the fact that he's still going, I'm like, well, we didn't well, get. We have to get the full flashback yeah, of him need, and his brother. We need right. Gus to talk about it. Gus yeah. knows, and he's the, the fact that has the... Gus hasn't brought it up is very interesting. Like, why are they saving that? That's yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if he like knows the whole the details. Of I think story. he knows. I think he saw everything. He, he was in. He was in Bell's as mine. Is how his whole thing works. He knows. Yeah, stuff. it could be like a thing where you perceive the emotions more than anything. I don't know. Uh, but like, we'll probably I assume we'll follow up with something like that. But yeah, we got the first half of the story. We we talked about that on the uh, speculation podcast. How would we get the, the Boiling Owls part of the backstory while we're yeah. on Earth unless Bellows gave like a villain monologue, which isn't this show's thing. So this made sense. It, it, like it, it gave le- a mini monologue. The, the haunted episode, hayride as a as an info dump was actually really charming and nice. I thought, yeah, certainly I really very charmingly that. animated. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and it gives us more. Make us sense. cry. Make us Evelyn. cry. And Evelyn, I guess, I guess, in yeah. terms of the Evelyn stuff, which we'll talk about, was uh, I wasn't expecting there to be more intrigue. I was like, yeah. like, it's like we're looking for answers, not more questions, that sort of thing. So uh, this, it's certainly very interesting. Uh, it's going to be tough with the like three plus month wait for the next special here, uh, with still all this Bellow stuff hanging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like I'm 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 happy that we're continuing because I, I would be more worried if we've wrapped up Bellows here and then had two episodes with the collector who's not much of a character. I'm, <laughs> well, he hasn't had that much time. He hasn't had fair. the opportunity. All he, all he the um that the non-binary character I'm forgetting their name some summed it up is that his whole personality Masha. is that he's mad because his brother got some and he didn't. That's yes. Whole... No, that's what we've been saying. I love yeah. that she just that spoke. For, they just spoke for the fandom in that moment. Like yeah, he's just mad about the witch boo yep and, and that's hanging his out with this bro yeah. that's yeah. all it so, is so like we got the first part of the portraits that we saw that was great we got uh you know we didn't get the grim walker thing well let's talk about this uh we'll, okay. We'll, okay but uh so but let's yeah we, we, we all like the special right yes all all posit- positive reactions is, yeah. is this one yeah. of the best episodes of the all house how about that question uh it's too fresh in my mind yeah. to it's, consider it's we're under 24 hours ones. right now it's it's uh hard to say at the moment okay uh let, let's start with uh the what happens at the end of the episode um we end up with bellos possessing hunter uh, so we also we, called we that love so a good possession We've i called been waiting it so many times possession clones are so hot right now i didn't possession clones are really hot and also i just love that like 
Hunter cut his hair, but then Philip possessing him made him grow like a <laughs> mullet. Longer. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's kind of hot too. In a way. I feel <laughs> cursed, I know, but like it is kind of hot. Like, I don't know, it's just this like kind of overgrown hair. It's Michelle's just, all yeah, in like, on, nice. on I'm like, all in on Bell's Hunter. No, yeah. I'm. <laughs> and I'm Jesus. Be- I mean, Bell's did not look hot in this episode because you, you know, you're into the goop deer form. <laughs> Yeah, the gooped deer. <laughs> Stop it. Sexy. Get some help. He <laughs> the ponytail. It, it works, okay? He didn't like, have a ponytail. Saying if it comes back later. Okay. I yeah, will he? Will, he might regain his form. Warrior's we'll wolf tail, but I hope, not a bellows. Oh, he wolf, keeps wolf that tail. creepy look, but he just grows a ponytail too. So Hunter ends up with with brown eyes. How about that? That's a, yes. Uh, so people were saying that it, he got those eyes from Flapjack when Flapjack sacked so Flap, yeah, from so, Evelyn. So yeah. af- after Flapjack, you yeah, I'm know, really saves. confused about Flapjack's gender because yeah, like, there's too many male pronouns. But Evelyn, we're, we're getting there. The name of the witch woman. We're getting so there. This is very confusing. Okay, so so Bellows uh, in pales flapjack um and tries to eat him and yeah but then uh Hunter hunters, hunters hurt after the possession yeah. and then flapjack seems to revive or heal hunter in some fashion and then uh that well, i forget exactly what happened this is bad. flapjack like disintegrate yeah he like yeah becomes lights in the sky basically like and the though did in the finale <laughs> it was the same thing i'm like like, like ruby ruby close. style death yeah. how about that and uh, he was lights Yes. So uh, now it's like a whole thing. Do people do witches like become talisman? Is that how they're made? Yeah, is yeah, it okay. souls? Oh, that's uh, insane though. It comes from a tree. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Okay, quickly through the rest of the stuff and then we can get into the the main discussion is okay, Evelyn. Okay, okay, Evelyn. Okay. But uh so uh Be- Be- Bellis goes through the portal in monster form. Um here's here's a line from uh that from Bellos, because we're Michelle and I, we're looking for the Grimwalker explanation, right? The confrontation. Right, right. Here's yes. the only thing that I found. Bellos says, I thought this was this one was another yeah. lost cause. Because yes. of you, we can finish our work as witch hunters. So Michelle, what are you reading into that in terms of uh, why so he's doing this, Grimwalkers? This is great because I at least been speculating for like over a year now, right? That like what if like like Philip slash Bellos is just being like sentimental. Right. And, and making all these clones of his brother he murdered because he hated his hot witch girlfriend. And that seems like it is. So and this was like made really apparent with the hair, the hayride scene. Right. So they're saying like the older brother, Caleb, went in first because of the witch. At some point they fall in love. They hook up. And like Philip is so bent out of shape about this. He like goes to the demon world with the express purpose to bring him back. And I think that is still what he's doing in his own twisted way, mm-hmm. right? He wants to make the perfect brother, however many clones it takes, the one he can bring back home because that was his mission all along. So I think that, and then that explains why he's like so insane about like, all right, there have been like 82 hunters and none of them have worked, but let me just try one more time. Because it's a sentimental reason, and you can't, like, logic your way out of sentiment. So I feel like that's the thing that makes sense. Yeah, well, you had a reason in there, which was, I believe you're saying he he just wants to go home with his brother. Yeah, he wants to go home with him. He wants to go home with, like, the version Mm -hmm. of his brother that he likes. That's the simplest reason. Or not that he wants to continue their witch hunting work Yeah, so he says we finish our work as witch hunters. Is that in the human realm? Is that in the demon realm? It's everywhere. That's a good question. It's like missionary work. Does he want to do the witch genocide, or is he just, like, at this point, like if I can close off connection, that's enough. They don't I, need to be dead. They just have to not be able to mess with Earth anymore. 
Yeah, I think this is a little bit of a general thing that he said, and he's also not completely right of mine now, of course. Um, but he just, in general, finish our work as witch hunters, go back to the way we were. He wants his brother back. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, this isn't like the specific explanation, but it does imply some potential things, I think. Um, he's also yeah. a very unreliable narrator, not just because of his state of mind. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I we're, we're, we're trying him to narrate though, his own right? his own purpose. Yeah. yeah, I still want it, but like, I, he, I feel I to, feel like he's just a foolish, sentimental sociopath and that explains so much of what's happened with him the last yeah it, it's years. tough because they present him as as sane so much of the time at this point yeah. I mean, he's goop, but at, the, so, yeah, but the, at this time, <laughs> at this point he's goop this yes, is also that's accurate. true the beginning of this quote though i thought this one was another lost cause this yeah. to me does imply intent with the grimwalkers yeah. like, it's not just that he's making them this is a lost cause i gotta make another right like which we know he was doing but he's conscious of he's, it. Like, he's, he's like confirming it for us to yeah extent, so there yeah. is a reason here now will they elaborate on this more i mean belos is going to the boiling house belos so is still in place so i think the answer is a hundred percent yes yeah any are, are since we expected this michelle this episode are we upset at all it didn't come here if that's okay no, if it's no we're episode. saving it for yeah. for peak emotional impact it has to come later in the season it's got is it the next episode or the last one that is a good question i think question. that depends on how big of a threat the collector actually is like is that the showdown or is bellows the showdown oh, right. the thing. why is he so eager to get back all of a sudden just I to do know. the Grimwalkers? and he said that weird thing about like saving their souls like yeah. what this is for the good of your soul yeah, yeah like he said that, that he has a mission but like what the heck could what it should it? be at he, this and he, point yeah, and again, he says finish our work as witch hunters, so it's possible yeah. he doesn't consider the day of, of unity finished, so he wants to go back to finish But, like, the even job. if he does think that, like, he, if he goes back in, the collector's just going to flick him against the wall again, and he'll splat all over the place. So, like, what... Like, there's yeah, no he like, doesn't, power he, matches have, up to the collectors. Right, right we had no evidence he was even considering the collector in any scene in this episode, so that's interesting. And again, I think it's mostly just, like, he's not... 100% himself. Sure, we're, yeah. getting, okay. we're getting some he's kind of emotion. last legs for sure. Yeah. He ain't got no legs. His he's last uh, hooves he, or something. He, do got le- he got weird skeleton deer oh, yeah, skeleton true. legs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I think this is like his, uh, his, emo- his uh, core emotions, core like uh, things he wants to do kind of coming out. It's not, I pro- he probably doesn't have a specific plan here, you would assume. Um, I think he has a specific plan. It just might be kind of unhinged and not very logical anymore. I, he, I, yeah, he has, I, a, he has a plan for sure. But he's going to the portal. I think he's going to regain his form. I feel like we have mm, like yeah, with ponytail, ponytail. ponytail let's go. Let's bring it back. Like, how would he bring back his? Form? I have no idea how. Just some sort of magic. Magic but is loosey goosey. I, I so feel like if you want to do a lot of like Bellos lore stuff in the last episode, I think probably he should be in a human form in some capacity. Oh um, yeah, but like how? I don't know. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about the the arc Hunter goes through in this episode? Really, how it relates to the Bellows yes. possession? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I mean, I think in general, my read is like Hunter's still reeling from you know like his, his identity and uh, being a Grimwalker and ha- having not told people about that. And I think a key point is uh, Lou says uh, your family now to Hunter. Um, so I think this is it's kind of like Hunter dealing more with Bellows stuff and finding his uh, th- this being his family. And him I mean, confronting his abuser while he's being controlled by it. Like, come on. Yeah, not ideal hurts. being controlled. But uh, I, will they face off again? I think that's interesting. They, it's in, you know, Hunter. It's not like Hunter gets the ultimate uh, comeuppance on Bellows here. I mean, he did. I mean, I think this was a huge episode for Hunter's progression, though, right? Because, like, at the end of the day, 
he faced off against Thelos when he was possessing his body. He had that whole speech about like, you know what I'd really like right now? I'd like for you to like get away from me and and suck eggs, basically. Like he like he really told Thelos off. He got him to get out of his body. He was willing to drown himself. Like he, like I think, like him standing up to Bellos was like very important for him to be able to have like closure to move on with his life. You know, there's no way there. This is closure though. Like he, he still has so much trauma to he, work through. He, I mean, he's not done, but I feel like this was like one of the first big steps he. Yeah, did it's the first step. Bellos specifically, and I'm really glad that they put that in there. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a good point that even if it, even if it's not Bellos isn't out of the picture or anything, and this was like still like really dramatic. Yeah, that's that a key before. moment. Vocalizing yeah. like what he's feeling towards Bellos mm-hmm. is could be very freeing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he this might be the main the main kind of hunter arc, and he could be much better. I think. I think yeah, because like the other thing was he was just scared of everyone finding out he was a clone, right? And now they all know, so it's like he doesn't have to worry about that anymore either. And on the same end, I guess as a mirror thing, Luz doesn't have to worry about the whole, I helped yeah, him find the collector exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, so they paired those together, and we'll talk yeah. about the Luz one. Um, any, any other Hunter things? We can come back as well. It's all of the things. He's I love- the most precious boy, and him with Gus. I love how they found yes, Camilla and Annie's like, old fandom and dressed up in the cosplay <laughs> from the comic. It was beautiful. Yeah, I, love, I love that Camilla secretly also had a nerd past she was oh hiding. Like, I love that it's generational. Yeah, <laughs> so and it seems like her and um, Manny, Luz's dad, probably mm-hmm. they were. Yeah. They might have cosplayed together or something. Yeah. On it. I can't wait to see the fan art of that. But, oh, yeah, that'd be good. Okay, let's talk about the big lore questions. Everything with Evelyn here. Who? Oh, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm so resistant. <laughs> So, okay, well, well, let me set it up and then you can explain why. So we get the backstory of Philip and Caleb on Earth, as far as the humans understand, from Masha during the hayride. Mm-hmm. Um, and the key point, I mean, it's all kind of what we knew from the portraits. So, but the thing is, the portraits were things in the background. So we got to get that story kind of in the foreground at some point. So this is, I, I see this as like the Earth side of, of the portrait story. And the um, portraits were also just Philip's interpretation of what happened. Yeah, that's in his mind. That is true. Um, and this is, you know, this is the human interpretation. Um, yeah. And uh, so the, the, the key, the key mm-hmm. thing, though, is that uh, we learn about this person named Evelyn, who is the witch who lured uh, Caleb to the Boiling Eyes, as we the saw in one of the portraits. evil wench. A, a hot lady. I think, I think people are extrapolating that this is also the person that Caleb, the witch that Caleb, uh, like, fell in love with. Um, yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean, the way it was, like, said by um, Masha like it really yeah they really like made it art. sound like that was yeah. I don't know how Masha would know yeah. that but I think that that's, that's what we're that's supposed to do that's their part time job they were given yeah. the script by the city yeah and that's right, just, I don't know like, how any the... humans would know that because the falling in love would probably be in the demon well no, yeah the falling in love is it was probably the town speculation at the time yeah. like the gossip, why would he go with a wish the town is like Assuming that he fell in love with her, but like that's um, Masha's interpretation because they understand how people work. <laughs> like the town is just like, oh, she lured him in with the promise of like a, a free bird and magic. And... The promise of a free bird. Well, in, in the like the art in the background, it shows Flapjack in fire oh. and like him walking towards it. Okay, and, that's like, a good point. I didn't notice that detail. Boiling Isle Realm. 
Right. So, um, yeah, that, that, I think that's the most, uh, notable visual. Um, Matt Evelyn and they're spared it away and there's Flapjack there. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what that means. Um, in people terms are of thinking the story. that Evelyn like carved the palisman for Caleb or maybe that like she introduced Flapjack. Right. So I don't know. Caleb. I don't know if Flapjack was, was it, was Flapjack there during this initial meeting and stuff like that? Or was it just like a, a visual related to them that was right. put into the presentation? Anyway, Evelyn. Uh, so this being the potentially Caleb's partner or, Mm -hmm. and, or the witch that lured Caleb in, um, probably, I agree, probably the same person, but, uh, first of all, the name Evelyn, we're already Uh speculating that Caleb's, uh, partner was a hot clawthorn. Um, as far back as uh, Michelle, you the, don't like that. The, 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 the crack theory that never dies. That this is the only right. I, I, I remember Michelle. Michelle is resistant on that first podcast yeah. where we I talked about. I don't think it's that I much have... of a crack theory, but it's at like... this point, I yeah, would say yeah. it is. It's basically uh, more likely than not to be true by a lot. Wait, uh, what? You think it's more likely than not to be true? I yeah, think I think either. so. I'm on the fence. So I, I, th- I think I Evelyn, so, ad- so the only evidence in this is Evelyn is close to Edelin. <laughs> that is the stupidest re- Was <laughs> that the, the only evidence? So clearly that's it's the not lineage. The only evidence. No. I, have, I have another evidence too, yeah. It's um, it the other evidence. So here's the thing. Here's... Evelyn has a history of having bird palismen and Flapjack is a bird and she made him a bird. So they have bird palismen, Flapjacks. But, so here's the, here's the thing that is brain breaking mm. about uh, this episode. Oh God. Bello says to Flapjack, Goodbye, yeah. Evelyn. I mean, yeah, he does right. say he does say that he does, yeah. Potentially yeah, implying is- <laughs> that Flapjack was literally Evelyn, the witch that okay, uh, from that the is, story. That is crazy, though. I Isn't like that, that theory, <laughs> but like, which that's is, not. Is, wait, wait, I don't, I'm not. This isn't a theory. This is what he says. I, I like, know that's what he said, but maybe they just named the, the palisman after the witch boo, or, or like, that just be like possible. personifying it because he's like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, it's the last remnant of Evelyn's (laughs) memory for Caleb, even though Caleb's also 100% dead. I mean, how would this have even worked? Does that mean all talisman are people? Like, are witches? So here's here's the first... It's green, but that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Talisman come from the special wood, right? Yeah, like the the seed. They come from a seed. So we implying that when witches die... We the palestrum wood the is how you carve them. Yeah, so you put okay, the okay. I look grows into a tree, and then that's the pal like because that's crazy. But then Ida's you... dad gave her a seed or something. I yeah, don't remember yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm trying to find out if there's like precedent for this in the show. Palestrum? Yeah, that's why I said I was. I, was tra- I, I didn't think of any, but I'm not an expert on the palace well, so you before you- <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's any. First, okay. First thing is Bellos being literal. Evelyn is this literally yeah. Evelyn from the story? Okay, here's a potential explanation. This is the first thing I thought of, and here is. Here is the evidence that it is the Clawthorns as well. We know that <laughs> Clawthorns are famous palisman, uh, like carvers. Yeah, um, that too. That's the third oh. thing. So it is possible that specifically Clawthorns have some sort of special magic that they imbue into their palisman in order to capture like a regeneration of former Clawthorns. Wait, right? wait, what? Oh. Explain. Oh. I, I can't. That, I can't that's explain. the explanation. What do you that's, mean explain? Not, if you can't explain it, how dare you just That's the crazy. thing. But, okay, but here's the thing. Clawthorns are Palisman people. They're yeah. not. That's not a thing. It is. That's a thing, it. That's Michelle. my evidence. That's it that's is my very evidence. Much a thing. That was from elsewhere and elsewhere. 
What? No. No, no, no I'm not I'm not saying they're literally palacemen. I'm saying they're famous no, palacemen they, makers. Oh yeah, they're famous palacemen. Yeah. So the Clawthorns yeah. are associated with palacemen. Yeah. And yeah. and here we just had a palacemen called a name of a person. Yeah. Ex post facto that person is a Clawthorn. That doesn't wait, wait, no. I understand completely. This, you Ali guess. <laughs> I understand. I understand it, but it's I it's obviously it's like so very fun. basic, but like th- we don't know anything. So literally some of the only things we know are Clawthorns Cla- associated with Palisman. We just had a Palisman called a witch name. So it, you can th- that's uh, to me that makes sense in some sort of twisted way. Now is, is that, that yeah, literally is that is the Palisman literally Evelyn reincarnated? Maybe. I, I don't feel I don't know. like Maybe? he was not being literal. Well, then so, why like, would he say goodbye, Evelyn? Like, that's he's symbolic. a crazy person. No, it's not that like, he's crazy. No. No, because he personifies things that, like, are not real and, like, I, he misinterprets things and just assigns. I don't. He's I, just I, not a good guy. I, I don't think it was him being crazy. I think it was very important plot and found him being crazy. I, I think he was. I think what? he was like sane, but he could have been. He could have been associating Flapjack with Evelyn. Flapjack could have been Evelyn. Evelyn's palace. That's something. what I was saying. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I was like, I thought you were like, oh, he has dementia and no. he's stupid, so he couldn't tell. Who Flapjack was? It, now, now we we think Flapjack was Caleb's palisman, not Evelyn's. Yeah. But yeah. what if? But what if Flapjack bef- was Evelyn's palisman, or a palisman made by Evelyn for yes. Caleb? Or it was yeah, hers, and then possible. she died, and then it went to Caleb. Who knows? And then, and so Bellos is like sees an association with uh, with Evelyn. That being said, I think that that's probably not true because this line was very intentionally presented in the episode, and he didn't say he didn't say goodbye. Uh, this is what you get. He, this is what you get, Evelyn. Like he said, right. goodbye, Ev- goodbye, Evelyn. Like Evelyn know, is, is the, very the subject. Specific so wording. I, I can't imagine that they would have presented it like this unless there's like a literal tie to to Evelyn here. Now it doesn't necessarily. And he mean- also does call hunter caleb all the time yeah well at least twice mm. yeah yeah that's that, no that's time. a good point he has a tendency to associate what's in front of him with that's with what i mean man past, yeah. you don't know I mean, hunter's literally a clone of caleb though whereas yeah it's not that's... it's not the same <laughs> it's well, I mean, close which is different like, from a palace i'm just like maybe I, it's not that i reject this theory that flapjack is a witch woman somehow it's just how does that work like with anything we know from i, I think i think it don't it, know a lot That's how it, it, it could just be <sighs> that it's not like Ev- flapjack was sentient evelyn it's just that evelyn's yeah. spirit went into yeah. to flapjack and that's, that's how that's what the clothorns like you know, magic that works kind that of, okay hang on hang on so if like maybe Evelyn died, and like they were in the process of carving like a cardinal. Or they transferred. I, her yeah, soul. I could see like her soul transferring into it. Yeah, because like with all the other palestrians, they already have personalities and like kind of a soul, right? So it seems like rude if Evelyn took over the so one that was Michelle, already. You're there. saying that we we uploaded uh, Evelyn no. into yeah. the <laughs> See, it all comes back to pantheon. Yeah. <laughs> No, so like is she, maybe is she a real person still. Maybe, maybe she apartment? went into. I mean, that would kind of make. Sense. I mean, it kind of a messed up way. That's wow. like so. Evelyn's been Don't hanging. No, no, I'm just gonna say. So if Evelyn is Flapjack, um, and she's been waiting around for the perfect clone that's as close to her husbando, <laughs> she's like, yeah, Hunter, you're it. You're as close to my dead. Husband is possible, so I'm gonna be your buddy. Up. That's kind of crazy, is all yeah. I'm saying. If that's yeah, the case. M- maybe in like a 
spiritual way you know yeah. like she felt she she's yeah. she's the spiritual remains of Ev- of evelyn flapjack is and so flapjack was tied well, evelyn was tied the spirit of evelyn was tied to uh, this this clone of uh but of, also of i'm confused where everyone is getting the notion that like if she like let's say sure for like flapjack whoever was waiting around for the perfect clone like they just happened to meet hunter they weren't like going out finding all of the grim walkers when it when they were like being created or whatever, it was just that like they got kidnapped and Hunter also happened to be there. So we don't know. So you think it might just be timing? Just a coincidence, maybe. That's like, possible. Not that yeah. it was like out outwardly looking for him. I don't know. Yeah. So, so I think to be determined if Flapjack was literally Evelyn, it was an interesting line. That being said, I'm pretty confident that Evelyn was a Clawthorn. I know that that's tenuous logic that I presented. But, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, you've held this theory for years. Now, I thought it so before, and this is even for more. Staying yeah. on the train, I can't yeah. well, listen, you for that. It's not just him; it's been all over Twitter. I yeah, know. this wasn't even my theory. This was—I I got this know. from people. Yeah, so. if it like, happens, I'm going to scream a lot. But like, I guess it could happen. You wanna, well, to, if if it makes you feel worse, she's trending right now. Wait, who is Evelyn? The name, the name Evelyn, Evelyn is trending. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Well, yeah, I, I still think one of the biggest things to me is like the original witch human love story thematically tied yeah. into Lumity through Eda's ancestors. I mean, yeah. it just it just feels so small world. I think I've always said that. That's the thing I just dislike about it. It, it, it is, yeah. I love but small I mean, it's world. Not the, it's not the worst thing. It's fine. The it's worst just... thing would be if she had a thing for um, Bellos instead. <laughs> Like if he if Caleb was into her, but she was into the brother, and then Ooh. it would be a love triangle. Yeah, that would be get, is the second special just all the flashbacks? And there's a love triangle in there. A love triangle would be so cursed to introduce into this backstory. That'd be uh, yeah, that'd be perfect for the show. Okay, here's the next the next big mystery. So they find they ultimately go through the portal that is made from Titan blood found in this graveyard. Yeah. That they find hidden, and it's in like a vial with a owl. Yeah, owl on it. Stopper, that looks stopper. like Owlbert. I mean, it does look like Owlbert. Is true. Or who? So the question is, who hid this there? Because yeah, it's not it's naturally occurring. I mean, it could have originally it was originally naturally occurring Titan's blood, but it, it's clearly preserved in this in this. Uh, container so and i want to add on to this because like i mean going from your point about how evelyn might be a clawthorn this theory that i saw people point out is that the cap looks like um hootie and dana said that hootie's backstory would be brought into in the last three specials so really it could have been evelyn and maybe hootie was evelyn dana said that in the finale there's a blink and you'll miss it hootie backstory well, oh, blink and you'll miss it uh, okay that was my, that's uh, there's a small I'm small so thing. sad there's no full hootie dana, dana originally like, dana originally said if season three was full they would have had a whole episode oh okay, but if that's okay. it though it could still mm. be it well so it, regardless of hootie it has an owl on it which is associated with Ida, which is associated with the birds of the clothorn family mm-hmm. so it is possible that the person who hid this which could be evelyn the ha- was also an owl person um, so this is also for the that, that, that actually is very interesting because one of the, the only note I wrote down when I was rewatching um, that Masha says during the haunted hayride is like the way that this Caleb Evelyn situation worked was that they used a secret code to travel. Oh yeah, the world. yeah. She so said secret codes. I didn't know what that meant. Thing. It was, I think it's like the scrolls and stuff, but they set up that portal. Oh, it was totally the scrolls. Yeah. yeah, and so then they were using the Titans blood and like hiding it strategically and then pop it out 
out when they need a fresh portal to go home to the missus. Right. You so know? There, could, there, there could have been a period with Philip on Earth. Caleb is going back and forth. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and so this this uh, Titan's blood is something that Philip maybe knew was somewhere. But not uh, where but didn't it know specifically because it was crappy, Caleb and uh, Evelyn who knew where it was. Yeah, yeah, they had a secret code, not for yeah, not I, and for I, little I, brothers. Only this is also the small world. This is like lore, man. Yeah, that's legit lore. This, yeah, it's lore because so there was like a, a period of of of, of Caleb and, and Evelyn. dating dating period dating going back and forth yeah, in some capacity. That's and, when Philip and got it, jelly. secret trysts. And yeah. and it's really the only explanation that we have for there being a vial hit mm-hmm. buried. There's who else could have put this there? I, yeah, I don't really have any them. contenders because it was either Caleb or Evelyn. If Philip if Philip knew where it was, he just would have went to it. Yeah. Um, that but it also makes sense because he had some knowledge that it would be somewhere. Like maybe mm-hmm. um, that that you know the maybe he's just looking for anything. But uh, yeah, I mean this uh, to me this makes perfect sense. Like I think this was hidden by Caleb and, and Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and so the fact that it has an owl on it would further <laughs> yeah. tie to the cloth thorns. Yeah, it does. That's I mean, the like, show's called Owl House. So solidifying thing. Yeah, they just but put like, owls but, everywhere. But it's called the Owl House because Ida is I'm, the main I'm, person. Of the and so they're going to justify the owl in the title further by uh, exactly. this whole thing with her family history. Yeah, that, oh like God. the vial honestly makes this whole thing the most solid for me. So it's the, the vile thing is more undeniable somehow, and I hate it. But like, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend it's not real. Okay, <laughs> the owl's you, there begrudgingly, but you're on board. I'm Maybe. not on board with every. I'm, I agree that it's evidence for something. First, we'll explain it. Yeah, they'll explain it. So, they, it, yeah, in the, in, the hay, in the hayride, a secret code to travel between worlds. Yeah, yes. I mean, this really yes. seems to tie into the Titan blood they find. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really don't have another possible theory for the why the Titan blood is there. It could be an, un, an unknown person to us at this point, but do you guys have any other ideas? No, it seemed like a. Cl- I mean, the fact that Flapjack knew about it and, and oh yeah, and Flap and Flapjack yeah, knew where just the, the more Rebus evidence was, yeah. that it was like a very small amount of people who knew anything. Wait, Flapjack knew where the vial was? Yeah, because it was because he was like pecking at the floorboards till he oh, found. Flapjack yeah, knew where the, the the map to yeah, the vial the map, was. The map, yeah. the, the secret code map. So also, people I've seen speculated that that house that they make their base <gasps> could have been the the rendezvous secret base for Evelyn. Oh, and ooh, or even like could it be the the brothers' old house? Yeah. So it's like, associated. It's because it's like, how did they find the witch, and when other people didn't, like the proximity. If, if portals happened to show up there, it would make so much sense that, like, they would run into her first and establish a, a relationship if they lived there. Yeah, or live near the graveyard. I don't know if the yeah. arch was the original portal, if the house was. That arch is like old. I'm wondering, like, who made it? Because you don't just make an arch like that for no reason. Yeah, so. I think either either they made it for the purposes of being a portal, like Philip right? and Caleb, that or, yeah. like, or, they, like or Caleb, like, repurposed something that was in the graveyard yeah. for the portal. Um, but it was, yeah, it was definitely clearly in an old section. So yeah, I feel like this all ties together with, uh, uh, that's, that's really cool that there's a lot of, like, pretty, um, small kind of lore things presented mm-hmm. in the episode that you can start to paint a bigger picture that's with. That's my favorite. <laughs> I love that's, lore. That's kind of the show's thing too. Um, yeah, and and so we're gonna get the big picture right at some point. You know, two episodes left. <laughs> oh god, I'm kind of wondering now. Like maybe because, like you know, we keep getting like these tidbits of like what happened back in the day in 1613. But it kind of sounds like maybe like Evelyn went through the house 
portal by accident, right? Because there's like the the sand pools of time everywhere. Um, uh, and she slipped in. She's like, oh, no, I'm trapped in this human world. And at first, the brothers were like, oh, no, we're witch hunters. We have to kill you. And she's like, no, I just want to go home. And then the relationship starts to form between her um, and the older brother. And he's like, I'm going to find a way for you to get home. And like that's how he figures out like the, the graveyard archway. And he's like, all right, we found a way. But then like they're so close to that point it's like oh but i want to like be able to come visit you and like little sad boy philip's like brother no like just let her go she's a witch like did you forget the town we live in he's like nah she's she's a real one though don't you like her she hung out with us for like three months and then he's like oh and then i'm gonna come visit you in your house in the the demon realm for like six more months and then like eventually he decides to live there because he's like i feel at home here this is great and that's when every like when the milk spills over and Philip's just like, all right, gotta stab you. Gotta stab you. It's gone yeah. on too long. That's, yeah. that's good. I, I think that for me, the new info here, the new kind of thought process is this kind of period of uh, going getting to know each other. Getting to know, yeah, yeah. They, they, which makes sense because that that portrait seems very sped up at that point. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I like I like kind of illuminating some sort of uh, slower period before we get to like the murderous intent uh, portion from from Philip. <laughs> I just uh, like the idea that, like, instead of her, like, you know, being like, hey, come over here. It's like, I need to get home. And he's actively helping her, like, to do a nice thing. And then because they become closer, like, he willingly goes on his own. Yeah, that's interesting. I could I could see it. Yeah. So I, I, I hope we get the full story. Um, but we got, we you know, we got the Earth side. So I think we would see the, we'll, we'll see the continuation, I assume. Um, like we've been saying. Okay. Any and 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 uh, any other comments on lore stuff here? We can always come back if we have new thoughts. I'm enjoying the crumbs. Yeah, I like I like the crumbs too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I won't make. A We're gonna have to come back because I, I, I was, have notes later. I was gonna say you can make a full meal if you have enough crumbs. <laughs> Just need a <laughs> lot of crumbs. Uh, and at the, at the end, we all go into the portal. We talked about. Um, I think we're expecting. Uh, to end with everyone into the portal at the end of this episode just by necessity with the three specials. Um, but uh, yeah, we can speculate on that later what, what's coming next. Should we talk about Lumity? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do us want to hear about Let's be really want to hear Another everyone, Lumity pod. It's everyone skips to the right? Lumity part, we know. That's yeah. fine. Um, okay, so I mean, it's mostly just like, oh, this is cute, except for maybe this first scene we can have some more analysis of. Uh, mm. So we have, we have the montage, and we've been sitting on this for a week because this was released yeah, uh, so at New York Comic Con. Um, yes. So two key scenes in the montage. The first is uh, we get the combination, uh, Luz introducing uh, Amity to her mom as her girlfriend, and also Luz, you know, telling her mom that she's by through this Lumity Studios presentation. It's so cute. Gus with the flags and the big rainbow. I'm very happy this happened. And especially in the way that it did. Like, I was hoping for a montage. We talked about this on the speculation pod. And if there was a montage, I wanted the coming out scene to be there. So it would kind of be, like, in the background and not focused on, like, this is all the character is. Like, you need a full-on coming out scene. But no, she was... Luz was never, like, only about her bisexuality from the beginning. And this felt like the best way to keep that up. Like, just make it a thing people can do if they want to or feel comfortable enough. And it made sense because Camilla is Luz's um, number one fan, obviously. And the fact that queer kids are going to see this is the most important thing. 
Yeah. You imagine like watching this when you're 13. I would have like, come on. No, we definitely didn't have any precedent for for that. I think we speculated about like we're gonna have to have some sort of scene where Luz tells mm-hmm. her mom that Amity's a girl. I mean, Amity's yeah, like Amity's living she's staying with them, there. So, so like... we got so we got that. But what we what I certainly did not expect was for them to have the bisexual flag have the word bi in the show yes. I think that we we previously said we didn't think that was going to happen rainbows. and the rainbow and, and all of the other ones. flag references in the whole episode with yeah, the lesbian like, sticker yeah. and so the there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of pride flag references yes. and other yeah, queer background oh my gosh. and Camilla constantly party. wearing that, that her pride part yeah. on every yeah. shirt <laughs> after that was like the best thing ever but yeah, no. To, to me, the, the big, the biggest thing here is the uh, lose like hi, I'm by on yeah, the, the, yeah. the studios in terms Using of you that know, we, word, right? We so we um, talk about a lot about kind of the progression of queer representation in kids media and animation on this podcast, and I believe the only precedent I can think of for something like this is in Kipo when uh, Benson says, I'm yes. gay. It is yes. gay. Then he straight up says it. That's true. He says it. And yes. that was, we were like, wow. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> the, it's crazy that Kipo was the first time that was vocalized. And then the second one before this episode, if you haven't seen Dead End Season 1, don't listen to this, but the trans, there's a main trans character, yes, 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 true. and he says that he's trans, like he straight He says up. he's trans explicitly. He yes, says absolutely. it, like, both in the first and the second season, which is... Yes. I love that they keep talking about There's some it. other stuff in the second season, but I don't want to spoil it for oh. y'all. Yeah, we're still watching the podcast coming soon. Uh, <laughs> but we're, there's a lot going on right now. But that's the uh, precedent, and now this just uh-huh. keeps it up. And it's amazing. Right. And I, I think that we'd said, like, it doesn't feel like Owl House to really dig into terms specifically, like mm-hmm. bi and, and lesbian. And, or uh, like to have, like, a full coming out scene. Like, or to have a coming out scene. So to get it in a montage year, it, it feels right for this show, right? Yeah, it does. I agree. Yes. And no I, notes. Perfect. Right. I mean, you know, the one note is, is say, saying, you know, by out loud would be also. No, I mean, like, no, no criticism notes. Yeah. But like it's... putting it on screen is very clear as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is this is like I'd never expected to see a Disney show saying bye. Yeah, seriously. We, we just and else. we just had like the previous show to this where a lot of the crew came from was Star vs. the Force of Evil, where yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in the last season they tried every their hardest to present Star as bi. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and it was it was clearly like and they, they did a good job of making it like as explicit as they could uh, in, mm-hmm. in one episode. And okay. but clearly they're ex- they're <laughs> clearly I know ex- what episode you're talking about. Yeah, the one right riding between you know <laughs> older Marco and the woman. Yeah, uh, but clearly they were extremely limited in what they could do. And to see one show later on Disney, they can literally say bye and be uh, as explicit yeah. as they can with with uh, Luz and uh, Luz and Amity as a couple. I think. But it's, you it's guys so know that like Dana like bullied them into this and like do that more. Bully the networks into representation. Right, I mean, I think in the beginning. Everyone's fighting said, their own battles, but it also is like that ripple effect. But ripple effects take time too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it's the ripple effect from Steven Universe and from where mm-hmm. we're at as a society. Um, and uh but like yeah. Star, Star is a part of that ripple effect too. Star, yeah, yeah. yeah. People, yeah, yeah. You know, I think Star had some of the most public people, like uh, crew members oh, on Twitter, yeah. saying how much that they were censored and stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's like that's why you fight for those things. And then we're seeing the the payoff so so quickly with Lumity, and it's 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 so wonderful. And I'm I'm so glad that they put that that uh, put her saying she's by on the screen. Um, yeah. 
I literally, yeah. like, I had heart palpitations when the clip was released. I was like, if I saw this when I was younger, my life would be so much different. Yeah, I feel like one thing Owl House is good at, like, is what we were saying, like, they don't spend a lot of time unpacking identity or having the characters give long talks, but, like, it's right, so... it's just normalized. It's, yeah, it's so normalized, which is its own thing, and I feel like that's what's so refreshing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, and, and it, it's like in a show where we've seen basically everything possible from Liz and Amity so far. Oh, um, yeah. Except for yeah. a wedding. There are two. Com- coming soon. There uh, if there's what? an epilogue where they're epilogue. like dating in their 20s, I would lose it. We'll, we'll, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, but to see another another thing on top of it, something that we didn't think that we'd see. I think that that's pretty remarkable. And in an episode with tons of, of small, yes. small limity moments. Yeah. And now we need to talk about the small moments because the montage and the scrapbooks, there's just so much. Yeah. So then the next scene in the, in the montage, we have uh, Luz introducing, except for the fact that they were in rain in the beginning of the episode. Uh, Thank you. A, <laughs> I don't really care. But... I know, it's so hilarious. It's like we have this whole moment to show her that the rain doesn't burn here. I, I guess they, they weren't processing enter. it in the beginning. Yeah, I think they just weren't processing it. Yeah, that makes sense. But like it it's does still funny the shit all. It's a, it's a little, it's a little, eh, but it was. I think it's it's obviously worth it. So the setup is loses it, showing Amity and everyone that the rain yeah. isn't boiling there. It's very um, cute. And so then they're all dancing and losing lose Amity dancing in the rain. And, and they got wet socks. They made me so uncomfortable. Wet oh, socks. I didn't even notice. They were that. wearing their socks in the rain. They were so excited about the rain. That's no, how you get shorts on your feet. Oh, I didn't know this. Was is it really? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> socks protect you from getting warts, but it's like no, not, not if it's contact. like it could get moldy from the wetness. And there's also it, nasty stuff in the dirt and the road. How you don't know what's in there. Then yeah. Well, listen, there's bacteria okay. everywhere. Connecticut's not particularly nasty. Because <laughs> it's gross. It weirded me out. I, I did, look, I'll respect, as a germaphobe, I respect that that was tricky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was, uh, but they're, they're da- and dancing there and they pull, they move the light up to the, to the sky. Um, Amity does because the know, forehead touch the really forehead touch. That was they're... so angsty. I loved it. It's yeah. great. Perfect thing for teenagers. Very angsty given the, the, they're stuck there and it's, this is towards the beginning, but also there's also them smiling in the beginning, which probably, probably the screen cap because it's great, but we'll see. Oh, that um, would be a good screen cap. Yeah. It's, actually, Disney now made that the screen cap. For Dang them. it. So they're, they're on top of it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it too. I was planning on it. I was planning on it. do it now. Them. But they're, they're on top of it. So yeah, that was, that's such a wonderful scene. Those are the highlights. I mean, there's other good stuff as well. Uh, we have so we have Willow's scrapbook that she shows uh, to the camera. There's so um, much shipping in there. There's Huntlow and Lumity. Yes, yeah. Huntlow side by side. One of my favorite things is when like Luce and Hunter are talking together, and then they look in the other room, and Willow yeah, the and Amber there, and he's just like our our girlfriends. Like, yeah, we'll tell <laughs> them when we're ready. I'm like, yes, this is the same. This is the same amount of relationship. Let's go. Exactly the same relationship <laughs> that they're in. Yeah. Exact relationship. There's just four of Listen, them. I'm going to just put it out there that Huntlow is definitely not like a, a cishet relationship. I'm just putting it out there. No way. Right? There's no way. No way. I mean. Absolutely no way. Hunter is very yeah, much cause, like. Because Hun- Hunter's gender is clone. That yeah. That's <laughs> So that's why it's not that. He gets to choose uh, for himself what he He's what he coded. Wants. He's coded. And Willow is not straight. That's my canon. Okay. But she's definitely like the alpha of the two. <laughs> that, 
Like, yeah. he is that's a what, for her. Every time he flushes, I'm just like, yeah. That, that's what makes it not sit as if it's a woman in charge. Then it's not That's sit-hit. how you break the heteronormativity. That <laughs> oh, yeah. Is yeah, it's at least not heteronormative. Yeah. Not related to shipping, but related to her scrapbook. One of my favorite things that I saw after the episode ended was that they were watching Hocus Pocus on their movie night picture. Oh, that was so it was so cringe. Everyone was very cringe. Nice. Yeah, well, we could go through the, I mean, the scrapbook and then there's stuff in the credits as well. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's, if you freeze frame on the scrapbook, I think especially there's, there's it's so, so good. And Camilla teaching how to make empanadas. And and then my Spanish was honestly pretty great too. Yeah, the kids speaking Spanish was such a highlight. Duolingo Very was a big cool. highlight. Yeah. Even though Duolingo. it was like traumatizing. I, now yeah, I can't, I can't believe they actually put Duolingo in there. Yeah, now that Duolingo's <laughs> in the canon of this show, Duolingo Al has to meet Hootie. We've set it up now. So, so for so for people who don't go on Twitter, which are the blessed people, uh, there's a joke with the the Duolingo Twitter account. The, like, the official account. it's not it's like posting yeah. Duolingo X the owl from Duolingo X hoodie fan art. Yeah. There's yeah. 100% support. And Dana's communicated with the Duolingo account and stuff. Yeah. Like and that. also on the actual app, there are like characters who people are like assigning as Luz and Amitykin because there's a girl with purple hair and a, like. Latinx character. Yeah, just make it so, an Al House app. That yeah, would be that fine. I would use it uh, more if it were an Al House app. Yeah, in the scra- in the scrapbook, they go on like an ice cream date. I think that's probably that. Yeah, um, the milkshake date. That's like a classic idea of a date, which is the, the, fir- the first the uh, first Lumity fan art that was from like a storyboard or something. Yeah, it was the, the show where it was them. Oh, yes, yeah, so I think that's probably back referenced. Then. That's it's cool. come full circle. Yeah. yeah. I still want to see your roller skating date. Oh, that would be cute. Not going to happen now that it's over, but I still want to see it. Maybe with the you know, epilogue. They can roller skate in the epilogue. Liz introduces yeah, roller epilogue. skating to the boiling aisles. Skating. Yeah. That's, that's such a good she introduces Heelys to the boiling aisles. Heelys. Oh, perfect. And she makes a fortune. <laughs> Other Lumity in the episode. Uh, so they dress up as Azura and Hecate. That was cute Halloween. as heck. That That's reminds me of couple the goals. couples that would do like Ruby and Sapphire back in the Yo, day. Oh my god! Same vibes. I'm so happy about. How, it. Okay, so there's to gonna be this. a lot of people cosplaying Luz and Amity, cosplaying Azura yes, and Hecate. A meta cosplay. You're just, you're just cosplaying meta Azura and Hecate cosplay. at that point. No, but you have to be Luz and Amity cosplaying them, or it doesn't. How does that? What, what's the difference? Like the you have to make hair, yeah the Luz and Amity under, hair. Yeah, two wigs you have the ambity wig the, no the they're they're wearing wigs wig. yeah what no but at the end of the episode their wigs come off wigs and they're still in the cosplay outfits yeah you can't have two so stage cosplay it's like Alex, anything's possible when you're a fan you're committed yeah enough. so you take one picture of them yeah. with the wigs on one picture yeah with okay, okay. Yes. The wig you can see the loose hair coming out underneath it or something yeah for okay. the true fans Anyway, it was it was though. great, and and then they were in their uh, the outfits throughout the the climactic fight. It's pretty yeah. cool. It was pretty cute. Yeah, so I, I love love seeing that. Um, I think that I think they're holding hands on the as as yeah, they're holding hands um, yeah. when they're on walking, the hayride. Yeah, when they're walking through everything, yeah, they're holding hands, and I mean, does smooch loose at one point? Yeah, yeah, and and then like, also at the end of the episode, the big moments before they go through the portal. Yeah, uh, Amity says to lose the uh, the thing the she said to her. Yeah, the thing lose lose like says loses confession to Am- yeah. Amity from knock 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 knock. Who does that is all bad. It's come full That my heart really mushy. I'll be honest. That was the cutest thing. It was so. F- I'm sorry. It was so cute. 
was so cute. And it hurts my soul. The fact that Luz was, like, ready to just leave them all behind, too. I'm like, what do you think Amity is going to, like, let you think she's going to let you do that? Are you kidding me? No, she's stupid. No, um, I, I love that Luz, like, wanted to do a reverse Steven, where, like, instead of sacrificing herself to keep everyone safe, she's like, no, I'll just stay home. <laughs> well, everyone else is going to just go back. back to school. Yeah, yeah I'll okay. just go back to more, more on that in a second. But yeah, they, and then uh, get a cheek kiss, and then they go through yeah. the portal. Um, but that, yeah, that was a great moment. And also, you know, we're expecting them to have a bigger talk about their future. And so this is like yeah. a temporary kind of thing where we're also referencing the previous thing, and it's still kind of at that state. So this was a wonderful scene before when they're going through the portal. Um, <laughs> were there any other Lumity moments? Any other? And, and what do we think of how, how it was uh, handled in the episode? I thought it was great. I was hoping for another lip kiss, but it, you know, the pacing, it just, it makes sense that they're just like, you know, fully a couple, like you don't have to see them kiss all the time, especially with the background stuff we got. Like they're, they're chill. They're definitely doing it on the down low, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Doing it being kissing. One thing I wish we could, and like, again, there wasn't time. I think the closest we got was like right when they got in the house uh, and like Gus starts like helping Camilla do the dishes and Amity gets her tea like nervously. I really wanted to see Amity like trying to impress Camilla and win her because it's the mom of her girlfriend, you know? I wanted like more moments of that specific struggle that Amity is going through because it's very relatable. Um, but they, obviously there wasn't time, but at least we got the, the tea moment. That was yeah. nice. And then I think Luz put a band-aid on Amity. Well. Yeah, that was cute yeah. too. Yeah. Bisexual band-aid. Bisexual band-aid. Yeah, so I, I, th- I thought it was it was really great how many moments and, and they fit in the episode. Uh, the only thing, as I said, is like a bigger date scene, even if it was only like a minute or two. Um, mm-hmm. So I wonder if we'll see. Maybe in the last episode. Epilogue, epilogue. If they go for the route of like, like more of like a 10 minute kind of breather epilogue. Then I'm hoping. Maybe. Yeah. And you could put it there. Yeah. Yeah. That's you could do I'm like the two stage epilogue. We see what happens to them right after them, mm-hmm. you know, for after yeah. fights and settling back into their lives. And then you, you skip time again into the future. I've seen, you've seen some shows do that for like a brief, like uh super far in the future epilogue. So we'll see. This is, this is, everyone's going to be talking about this epilogue, at least us. I don't know. About, Absolutely. I guess talking about Evelyn. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It is still well, trending. We gave her a, bi- a big chunk, so it's fine. Yeah, we talked a lot. Okay. We talked, we're, you guys were talking about Luz's uh, uh, thing. She said she's decided to stay behind. Uh, yeah. or she has a lot of angst from uh, helping Bellos and elsewhere and elsewhere and not telling angst. people about that. Yeah. Uh, angst makes you stupid. Angst does make you stupid. Being a main character also makes you really stupid. Yeah, and, and also <laughs> like, loses, loses just stupid on top of that. Yo! Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. She's just not the smartest character. Oh, That's dang. Fine. That's okay. That's why she has good friends, to be smarter smart. than her. I mean, what Willow's, Willow's, Willow's very smart. I think Willow's smart. I don't think Willow's very smart. This isn't that dumb. I don't know if no, she's a genius. She's a lot dumb. of emotional intelligence, and she's she, very yeah. genuine. So and, and I mean, yeah, she did trick. Bellows is like really freaking old, though. Like he's a he's grandpa not... yeah, held together by magic. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not I... hard to trick Bellows when he's really old. Oh, tricked Bellows. Yeah, yeah. No, she did trick um, Bellows. Yeah, I, exactly. I, she I, like I... was smart using her glyphs and the fly. Yeah, no, she's yeah. she's really good with the glyphs. I mean, it's just neurodivergent. Okay, smart. Oh, we need to talk about that with Camilla also later. Yes. Yeah, I've thought. 
I, I the, in terms of the angst from helping Bellas and elsewhere and elsewhere, I wasn't super. Uh, I wasn't crazy about this. One. I, I was but, not uh, either. I'm glad that it's done. Like I, I understand why she needed to being a clone. Is yeah. like the same principle. This like, is one of those things where it's like, yeah. okay, I, I can get why the character might have yeah. feelings Hang about this. For, yeah, but it's so annoying. Who could it's possibly really care forced. about this? Like, I just, know. just mention it to them. They obviously aren't going to care. Yeah. This was two hundred years ago. It, when you're like, like thinking about yourself, though, I, I totally get on that level. It feeling so much of, of a bigger deal than everyone outside true. of you and how they actually think about it. That's true. It's like when you like stay awake at night and it's like okay i'm ready to sleep and your brain is like hey remember that embarrassing thing yeah you did seven years ago? like it it's is true to life like i do think this is what would happen if teenagers were thinking about these things mm-hmm. um, like it's a yeah, little cringy but it comes from a place of truth and i appreciate that that's true i guess it's not yeah. forced but yeah it feels i, I agree and i forced for us to care about it. <laughs> yes, yes exactly yes. And, and, I, and i think a reason to do this is because you're going in the direction of hunter's angst for the grimwalker and shared you can share the secret you can tie loose and hunters together and their emotional journeys in the episode so i think but to me the more natural route for Luz being angsty which i think makes sense in this situation is just that like her friends are trapped here and like she might think it's her fault or something like not because of the helping bellas but like they can't get back and there's a lot of negative feelings like they're in an angsty situation already i think i don't know why you need this on top of that um, well, but, I always feel like when people love to say like something's their fault as a default, it just to me, I always assume it's like they it's their way of trying to control a very mm. out of control situation, even if it's to the detriment of like their emotional well-being and actual logic. It's a coping strategy, even if it's not the best one. And I wonder if that's kind of true. what was going on with her, you know, very true. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, something in that realm for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, she says in the diary and Camilla sees it and then ultimately she, yeah. I, I don't think we, I don't think the show made a super big deal out of it. I was a little worried that it'd be a bigger, a bigger yeah. thing at the end, but it's, they, they move past it pretty quick. It's like, oh no, we don't care about that. And you're not staying by. Okay. <laughs> we're good there. Uh, so how about, uh, as we, we were talking about, uh, Camilla and Luz's past, um, and context for the first episode. So we could dive into that a little bit more as well. Um, so I think we get two main things. We get this Camilla dream flashback sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Luz uh, when she's uh, much younger with a snake skin. Um, we see, I think, the play scene from the pilot. The and we pajamas. see Camilla's perspective on that. The pajamas was cute. And then we see uh, Camilla, most vitally, Camilla talking to the principal. Yeah. Um, well, about... up until then, we see her like supporting her daughter through the like societal norms that everyone yeah. is like like chastising her for not following right so, like... so there's what the she yeah what the show presents is it's not a thing where camilla was the one responsible for enforcing these norms on Luz. it was she was the opposite of that and then the principal basically told her to to do that um or like everyone around her not just him but he was like the breaking point yeah it's like yeah. the parents yeah. around other, other, par- other parents as well yeah that's true so so we learned that uh camilla was bullied in high school as well and uh she, the the principal mentions grief about Manny, the dad, as we learn mm-hmm. his name. Um, and so the principal is the one who suggests the camp that Luz is supposed to go to in the first episode. Um, I, I really like the idea that the way that, you know, the thing that actually got to Camilla after so long pushing back against other people judging her kid was someone saying like, well, you don't, you don't want her, want her, her to. Tr- you. Yeah, like that's what really cut yeah. her. It made her willing to try something different because she had that personal fear of like, oh, maybe this, 
yeah, like I don't I don't want her to be, have a hard time like me. So maybe this is better. Maybe I should at least have her try it. Yeah, it's really sad, but yeah, it, may, it, it, it checks out though. Uh, Just deep cut me. Deep cut you. Um, and then we see uh, Camilla plays loses video diaries yeah um, i love that she's been doing this forever yeah, that's I, good that's also yeah, good i assumed it was just for camp but the fact that she's done this as her coping mechanism since she was little is yeah. fantastic i love, I love the that. fact that it's a video diary and not a written diary because mm-hmm. as someone who tried to keep a written diary and it didn't work i wish i could have thought of this when i was her age this, this is the zoomer version of the zoomer version of the diary she's vlogging but it's all private it yes. should have been also, a, a history of tiktok the fact that we oh my god no are you trying to call me out right now <laughs> but the fact that we saw through that that like first of all the week that her dad died killed me and then the fact that he gave her the Azura book just yeah really like that is me. such another layer right Pain. to the personal importance of yeah. that specific fandom for her and that also happens. the anime references in the back spirit devourer soul eater yeah, Soul Eater, I, saw, I remember that one. And like, there was like a Persona reference in the background. She's such a weeb. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah, weeb. We see a Switch. It's on, I think, another console. Oh, heck way. yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys said, so we, we learned that they they moved to Gravesfield because there's a better hospital for her dad. So apparently her dad had been sick for a while before mm. he died. So that, I think that's a nice uh, way of yeah telling us that without explicitly saying it. Because also then, people were assuming it was like an accident or something. Yeah, so apparently not. And then, uh, yeah, the big thing is that her dad left her these Zura books after. <laughs> So that that's just another great detail. Yeah, just these these things that in season three and like the third to last episode of the show, like uh, the show adding these key emotional so details much that just reinforce everything. Yeah. Like the dad leaving her the books, the fact that she been making oh! video diaries for a while. Oh like, no! Yeah. What what is it? Alex? It just made me think that the dad got the wife that that Manny got Camilla into that fandom they were both into. Like he oh, like he was her. the nerdy one. He was the and, nerd. So like loose reminds Camilla kind of of the dad in that way because yeah. she's just so committed to. Nerd well, even stuff. like in the high school flashback where she like pre- she like used the hot dogs as guts when she was Julia. Oh yeah, like she said right. Yeah, yeah her dad like he, taught her that. Taught her that. <laughs> oh, my heart hurts. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we, we get other stuff in the diaries. Her, she cuts her hair with a sword she gets. <laughs> so That's it's, such it's a really freaking nice. Also, I'm sorry. Thing to do. It's I so will good. say I do have one criticism of their parenting, Luz, when she was a baby. Like, baby, baby, Luz, you can't let your child have hair like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Three, like, pigtails all over the place. It's a lot. I, I feel like maybe she requested her hair to be braided okay, like that. Okay, if that's. Okay, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's a part of them like not caring about her conforming to anything. Okay, right, fine. exactly. I take it back. I apologize. It, no, it's it's ugly though. It's it's true. Uh, <laughs> no okay so yeah i think we talked about why this is so yeah but yeah i mean this is to me this is like definitely the most impressive storytelling stuff from from the episode yeah some, some of the most impressive storytelling stuff i think they've done so i was really happy with that yeah plus like honestly camille's like totally turned around i mean the last conversation she had with lou she was like you like wanted to leave here so much mm-hmm. she'd rather be the demon we're like promise me you'll come home and stay please and now she's like no you gotta go back <laughs> we got we gotta get these kids you know with their families like that's such a because now she got the full context yeah of like it's great. so like because camilla's changing in real time too it's not just that we have more context but she's actively making different decisions now which mm-hmm. is very beneficial to her and Lucy's relationship and i love it yeah, yeah. 
that's good really good really good stuff from camilla and really cool we'll see her more um oh by the way she, like uh people were shipping camilla with ida uh, oh they've been doing that since season one well what? now rain rain is in the picture so love love triangle Thruple. not yeah, a triangle a just a, just a thruple okay, every, okay we're every, calling the shot here yeah, yeah. Every, let's go it's all the rage right now uh in the show uh yeah not in television good. just in real life not in t- unfortunately not in the, in the epilogue but all three will be holding hands and we'll know what that means yeah yeah this is like my three parents now <laughs> uh that'd be interesting yeah they're all living together okay probably not but uh that, i mean they was... might all live together it'll be mm-hmm. a huge family because hunter is now officially in a set also he's family which also broke me yeah Him when he crying. cried yeah god my boy. I do. Th- I do think it's possible that if Luz is staying on Earth or something, they have an active portal in that blog. It's like Hunter yes. would stay on That's Earth with Luz That's what I'm and thinking. Yes. So the Luz doesn't have to give up either, and she can yes. still visit Amandine and everyone. And then also the other kids don't have to give up the human realm because they yeah. were enjoying it a lot. Yeah, especially like V, right? Like V, everyone like, can really yeah, well, v, So V stays back. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We could talk. We can get into miscellaneous items. So V, a big part of the episode. V stays back at then. Yes, and her being form. the Spanish and Gen Z expert with the find your that phone. is so funny also just like so understanding basic things about yeah she yeah. used the fire extinguisher too at one point <laughs> like uh, wanted to throw it at it it was amazing really good stuff from v and then we also see v and masha interacting at the historical society we all know what that means so. yeah, yeah. And, and, and so in and in season two uh masha was in that that earth episode the only yes, yesterday's lie oh, and was uh, she and then Oh, and so v, v talks to Masha, and that was one of the kids that V went to with camp. That yes, was supposed to and they were playing cards or whatever, but we didn't know their name or pronouns oh, at the time. Oh, they were one of those cool yeah. kids. Yes, great when was, like, miraculously yeah, making calls, the, right. calls them the high schoolers in that yeah. episode, yeah. So, and then in the uh, credits, there's a, a drawing of them hanging out together. Maybe yes, they got date. Boba together. It's a date. It's yeah, totally that, a date. A Boba yeah. date. Is I don't know if thing. the credits images are canon or not, but they should be. And I think they are because they were like boarded by, I forgot, Rebecca Rose tweeted about it. I mean, even if they're made by the the, the crew, you know. But it yeah. was like, it. the last image especially also was like a mirror image of the way the episode ended. So I feel like oh. all of it is canon. It was like yeah, a the, more there is what the like the the fight then in the outfits at the end of the, this yeah. also makes sense because if V met Masha in that early episode because Masha says to V like oh you look familiar and she's yeah, like yeah, ah, so that was a and I don't know that. so yeah that makes total I just sense have now. one of those okay. faces but so, uh, like one a of those one. sluggo bad I swear you guys stop bad mouthing my girl man. I'm not bad mouthing her I find her to be the ch- most charming slug the in the world she has her human she form. is so funny <laughs> she's the most fun. So we'll see if uh, V and Masha shows up in an epilogue or something. Uh, but that was nice. Uh, any any favorite small Earth moments? Because there's so many. That I have a bunch. Okay. I have a few. I have, I have one at, at particular as well. Okay. Um, how do you want to do that? <laughs> let me, you, let me, let me you give guys, you my one. Let if me. you guys bulk go first, can I like really quickly go to the bathroom? <laughs> really? Okay. Need you go okay. to the bathroom while All we right. talk about. I'll be fast. Uh, Yay. Okay. Okay. So, Allie, my favorite is 
Hunter is a wolf boy. Yes! Oh my god, this shirt! The shirt where you have two wolves inside of you and they're both gay. Oh my god, it was so good. (laughs) Also, just it's just a thing where like kids have like uh, like like twelve year old uh, like boys have wolf shorts. Like so, Hunter made a wolf shirt. These mystical beasts called wolves, and I love them. I wish Um, you got to see them at the zoo. Do they have wolves at the zoo? They must, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they but also and then the fact that that's the shirt he had on. I mean, obviously it was under the costume, but the, the yeah, is that that the end? That's yeah, the yeah, shirt. Yeah. Like Bellos was wearing it, and this when he got possessed. It was oh my god. Bellos is Bellos is wolf. He's wolf a wolf. Boy yeah, confirmed. that's the thing. You have two wolves inside of you. One of them is Bellos. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And he's like really into sewing too. It could be like a good expression of like not not expression, but like a good hobby and like a good way to get his feelings out. You know, sewing is great. Yeah, that'd be that. That is nice. Yeah, so that, that's my favorite. Okay, well, how about you? I have a lot of. Well, it's not my favorite, but I have a lot of moments. Like you were talking about callbacks before with like Amity and bringing back Luz's confession, and then Hunter when they went to go look for Bellas, and he was like, "What's about to happen should be relatively painless if you do what I say." It was like a callback from when he met Luz and Ida on the island. That was pretty great. Mm. Uh, I th- we had a lot of great moments from Willow and Gus being like very chaotic, especially on the hayride when they said, make us cry, make us cry. I was like, oh, that's the whole fandom. And then, so, I don't know, Marsha said something about knowledge and Gus said, boo, just lie to me. It made me laugh. Um, the boys bonding I talked about, Camilla researching witches and like how to take care of her six children. The book Life Ain't Binary was great. Um, the crew self inserts were great. I want Michelle to come back for the last thing I have because it relates to her. So should we just wait? Okay. I mean, let me look. We could see if there's any any other ones I'm looking. Yeah, for no, for you. And all the Cosmic Frontier stuff, which I guess is Star Trek. It was, yeah, was, uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, I thought I thought all of that was great. It was um, great, and the way that like it mirrored with the like clone thing. Yeah, they was hiding being a clone. Book, that, that That's why I kind of assumed Gus like might have had an inkling if he didn't already know, just because. He's a smart boy. He's. Not- it seems. I mean, it seems like he he said it on purpose to him. Yeah. So I I think probably and uh, them seeing the giraffe. Oh my god! It had giraffe. to happen. The fact that it's canon that they were actually like creatures in the boiling house and they were banished from that realm, yeah. Yeah. and also um, Gus being silly with the uh, the bubble wrap. Um, yeah, that's cute. Oh, there was a lot. Um, <laughs> just this. Go, last- Allie. Go. Okay, the amphibia references. <laughs> Okay, do you? We are at least three. So, well, we had Sprig from season two because Hunter had a Sprig plushie, so that's out. Sprig at least got his time in the sun. We had a picture of a polywog, I think, in Luz's notebook, just like as a doodle, or in one of the like animal things she was looking at when she was talking about her palisman. Um, we have someone, oh no, okay, so the first one, Bessie in the rain. Bessie, Bessie! Uh, someone in grime cosplay at the hayride Halloween thing. And then I think at the vet's office, there was a poster of a frog doctor that was hot pop that said, like, hop your way into a new life or whatever. Yes, that was amazing. The amphibia references were great. Amphibia canon. I love yeah. the freaking hot pop. Yeah, and yeah, obviously Anne Boonchoy. The Anne article, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so that, that's good. Um, anything else? Any from you, Michelle? Any of the small moments? Uh, I, I I really loved uh, the Huntwell moment of Hunter trying to cut his own hair and doing a terrible job and then Willow helping him out and him getting really blushy and awkward yeah. about it. It was so cute. Also, Hunter loving those terrible 
wolf howling at the moon yes, shirt yes, we, yes, is so on brand, but it's like, oh my god, that's the kind of cringy yeah, stuff I'm no, just no, like no, don't hiding don't away say it like from. That. Don't say it like that. Wait, is there a good way to talk about those howling at the moon shirts? It's because just great. Boys love. Oh yeah, I, I loved them when I was like ten or something. Yeah, I yeah. bet you did. Yeah, I, I think dated hey, someone look. who gave me one when I was like sixteen. I was like, oh, thanks. No, by the way, April April still wears a wolf shirt. I was gonna say if I like the that's fine. That's fine if April does it, but no one else is so cursed <laughs> no otherwise. Else is allowed. <laughs> only, oh, wow. She's okay. got the market only. I'm her. not allowed. Okay. Damn. Oh, well, maybe borderline, maybe. Wow. Okay. All right. I, just, I don't understand <laughs> what that means, but whatever. <laughs> but also, another hot little moment is when she um, she was a big fan of his costume. Oh, my God. And she's like, I want to read that later. And he that was. So yeah, yeah. she yeah, likes that, that, that was the bit. That was the big taking pictures yeah. of him. Like, oh my god, Willow! But also, the big Huntlow was that she was like really like trying to sa- help save his life, and she was the first one to start crying when he oh, couldn't so be. Yeah, he was on her the left, first one right? to hug yeah. him after Flapjack died. Mm-hmm. There was lots of Huntlow. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good small moments. How about the all the outfits? We haven't talked too much about them. Everyone's Gus such a is, fashion icon. Gus is a fashion icon. Oh my god, he was so, a they standout. All are, except for Hunter, but it's fine. He the uh, year yeah, everybody for two thousand eight fashion. Hunter Everybody's deciding fine. to wear a flapjack onesie is his outfit change. Was like Hunter. That's also pretty on brand. Could have worn anything. Special. And now it's just like emotionally confusing. Just because <laughs> flapjack ripperonied <laughs> out of there. Yeah, people are gonna give him a different name. Like now, he he's wearing the onesie permanently. Hunter. Yeah, in memoriam, gotta wear the onesie to battle. It's, it's, it's inside him. He's always the onesie. He's he uh, always the onesie. he's always that's that should be the title. Now. I want him to turn it on. <laughs> no. and just, he's always the onesie. He's so they, they they had outfits in like the montage and then they had the <clears> new outfits like months after. Oh yeah. Which were the I also like how I forgot if you pointed this out to them that Amity's hair faded and her roots are growing yeah. back. Yeah, so I mean to I me Amity's, Amity's the biggest difference. So she we see her in her full she, the overalls outfit we talked mm-hmm. about. But yeah, her hair she has her Liz also has her hair, hair got so her, long. Her hair so scraggly. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's so good. So she has good. curly hair. I and feel she's yeah. wearing the beanie. I love her eyebrow scar so much. She makes me feel like she's a pirate. I'm so glad they kept it. Yeah, I love it. She's a pirate. She should have had. No, but Amity's hair, the the faded, the roots showing. It's longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look, we got season three new Amity hair every season. Every season, Uh, she's got to change it. I I actually really liked this hair for Amity. I thought, like, I think even better than the season two purple hair. I I would like to see her with like a full on ponytail now that it's so long. Yeah, why doesn't she want to wear it? I guess that's like that's Luce's look, maybe. But Luce doesn't have a ponytail anymore. Yeah, that was interesting to me. She was like, "Man, I don't want it." Then we'll maybe see if, we'll does. see if Amity redies it once they're on the boiling. <laughs> she I could have, she could have done it there. I don't know why. Uh, maybe she maybe it's something. Her, she, she had her other sister. priorities. Her I don't know. Yeah, it's a sibling yeah. thing. It's a sibling thing. Yeah, but yeah, that that was good. And then their costumes. We talked about mm-hmm. some of them already, except for like Willow's, like a combination of the derby and like yeah, I love. Like everything she was, but the, so there's so there's fun. the montage costumes and then there's the Halloween costumes. Yes. Oh, the Halloween yeah, well, costumes. Well, 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 Ali, I don't think the montage ones were even. Well, okay, I don't know if they're even costumes. I think they're just trying stuff on. I think they're That's just wearing true, yeah. 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 And and Luz looks like Ash, but it's not a costume. It's just <laughs> she's what she wearing. Luz just wearing. She's an just Ash the outfit. biggest dork. Like, yeah, she, oh my she, god, she's a That's the appeal. Oh, yeah, but that, yeah, so they, yeah, because Amity's in like a witch hat there, but I guess they don't buy those or something. Um, but then, uh, yeah, then they the Halloween costumes, uh, and uh, there's a Cosmic Frontier cosplay, and uh, 
and the Zerhekadi and Willow's outfit. Yeah. It's perfect. Any any other outfits, thoughts? Oh, Camilla's um first of all, like sweater and then like her flannel, but all the, the time flannel sweater, yeah. Yeah. Just every time that she had her pin on. Like, like her, her constantly. Camilla in like non work attire is the best. Just yeah. her comfy fall clothes, like de-age her by 20 years and it's fantastic God, the fact though that she was still working and taking care of the six kids i hope she got a promotion over the like, few months seriously like, she need more money to feed those babies how about as we wrap up the egg the it does, it does not her it does not hatch and is presumably left behind on earth when we're gonna talk about that because there's think nothing to talk about it would I, not fit in her costume okay hang on hang on so the last time we saw the egg, it was when Camilla was putting on her side of the bed by her glasses. What if Camilla just has it in her pocket? It doesn't fit in what her pocket. What if she brought it? Maybe it does. Animation no magic. Way. Maybe Camilla's got the egg. There's going to yeah, be a so day sex pocket where she does have the egg, but it was they not could, shown. They could just say one of them had the egg. However, yeah. my interpretation is they probably would have shown it if mm. they intended for for it to be there unless it's supposed to be a surprise or something I, it might be but what is it gonna be flapjack so what, a new flapjack new <laughs> flapjack Flap people think it's a snake now because lou said the snake in the snake skin I would and there's a bunch that. of snake motifs but there was also a lot of bat motifs i know i was assuming a bat yeah. that's just because uh, the internet told me it was supposed to be a bat <laughs> well the internet we also made, we've discussed it on the podcast <laughs> because she's an honorary and it has to be a bird or something that yeah, can fly. So like that. Yeah. I, I, I still think it's a bat. Again. Think you it's think a bat. it's a bat. Okay. I don't know. Uh, no no snake. I don't like snakes. What? Scary. Snakes are fun. Come They're on. scary. No, thank you. They don't have arms. They can't do anything. Come on. What do you think they can't do anything? They can't That's do anything. Absurd. Let them alone. They can't grab you. I mean, I'm leave them alone, but they're still yeah. scary. Oh, it's not their fault. I did no. see someone pointed out that like the egg looks like a snake wrapped up instead of an actual egg, so it kind of makes sense. Like, like layered, yeah, it could be egg palsman. I mean, sorry, snake palsman. Sunny side up It's gonna be a giraffe that's gonna hatch. That's oh, that <laughs> ride it into battle. Collector won't see that. That would be, be good. Yeah, it should be. That would be the most best palsman. It's like a that's horse. A okay. horse. She'll never have to talk about wolves again either. No, it should be be centaur. That's fine. A wolf, that'd be Hunter's Palsman. Yeah, that would be Hunter's Palsman. Well, now this is the thing. Now he has a chance to make his own. Someone said that, like, on the internet, someone said that, like, this is, like, the opportunity for him to be his own person and not be attached to Bellos and um, Caleb this whole time. Yeah, because he's finally has an eye color. Like, he finally doesn't have Grimwalker eyes. That's a huge thing for us. Now he he just has the eyes of his clone person. Oh, don't say that! The person who he's a, a, a genetic copy of. That's no, all that is, makes it eyes. so much worse. <laughs> oh my God, he's a At real. He's boy. a cool person that he's a copy of, who seems like he was nice. He is a nice boy. <laughs> yeah. So now he just has to uh, to crack integrity and save the earth. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, any season? Any initial predictions for season two? Pain. It's not season two. The second. Season season two. Two. The second Hootie. special. Hootie, where has Hootie been? I need Hootie to fight the collector. I was, I've said this before. I was so disappointed in Hootie's season two finale. He completely got captured. Like he wasn't even trying. He's the ultimate question mark. He should be completely like powerful. 
why hasn't he stopped the collector yet? I need to see. Yeah, what no, he's I, th- doing. I think they'll go back and it'll all be fine because Hootie already killed yeah, the collector. I yeah. want that. I want the most cursed <laughs> option. And Hootie well. is the most. Yeah, Hootie killed the collector. He swallowed him. That's what he does. I missed this, I think. He'll eat That's your mail, a... he'll eat yeah. your collector. Ali, <laughs> any mm. predictions off the top of your head? Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of like how it's going to be formatted in terms of pacing and what point of view mm-hmm. it's going to be in yeah. or like if it I, starts from one or if it I have, I have a prediction already I think that second second special we start a similar format to the beginning of the first special we get immediately after the season two finale uh, we'll I would see love what that. happens and then there's a montage where we skip to the present so I would love that so much we, yes. we see what's happening and then end of montage is they come through the portal what is see what the game so. that they are playing and King is actively creating it for months I mean but what I, is it now it I must have been established I'm assuming by the time they get there like it like everyone's sick of Owl House and, and the collectors can be like yay finally new people oh my god we can play with them because it's been so long yeah, it's it's, it's hard to is. imagine there not being some amount of like normal life stability in the months that have ensued. I mean, like, have... I don't know. The collector's like five years old. Like, who knows <laughs> if they're allowed to like go? He's to literally not five years so, old. Maybe like 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 like, like, like King. <laughs> his not... mental his mental child brain though. K- King co- King convinces the collector that it's like a Sims game. Where, like, oh, like, they have they, to go they, to school they, they and get their, groceries. Still, they do their normal life, but it's like Michelle, a thing have where you the ever played The Sims before? Yeah, they get groceries. They go to school. No, the kids who play The Sims put their Sims in a swimming pool and take out the ladder and probably people have died i yeah. mean the, the collector's like uh you you two people from school you're dating yeah forcing them to yes. date that's what i'm saying the collector just ruins everybody's lives or kills them because amusement we will we will see we will see i am sure no one's dead yet but I'm they're probably saying, not that's how the afraid. sims works and this is how the sims work it's never a good time for the actual sims yeah, so we'll so we'll see. That I mean, the thing is, I, what one thing I like about the special is it ended. Uh, it concluded what was happening in this episode. Yeah. Like, like we certainly there's a lot up in the air here, and there's a stuff up with the Bellasaur. There's everything happening in the Boiling Lyles, but like we're done with third stuff. We didn't do a thing where like they go through the portal and we see like the first minute of the Boiling Lyles stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a huge cliffhanger on like yeah. what's going to happen, and we have to like do, we have to like deal with that for three months. It's like okay, this is like a good point to to stop in the story. Mm. I agree. Like we've we've wrapped up the Grimwalker stuff. We've wrapped up Luce's guilt. We've we've like solidified Luce and Camilla's relationship. Like that's like the big three. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and you know, there's still Bellos. I mean, Bellos is there. Bellos lore. Bellos is still there somehow. I love that he's just like hanging on like a (laughs) cockroach. Just will not die and get out of the plot. I love it. I don't want him to get out of the plot until we get his full backstory with Yeah, I want to see the witch boo and how hot she was for him to get that mad and kill his own brother. Yep. Pretty much that's it. The only reason. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping hoping we see the full story next special. We'll see, though. Uh, Next special, potentially, end of January. We'll see if the date is true. Uh, Ah! Excited. It's a long time away, but it's not okay. really though. I mean, I feel like it's gonna it, fly. It by. might, it might feel flat, fast, yeah, for sure. This hiatus definitely felt fast. Yeah, honestly. I feel like it this hiatus, did. this hiatus yeah. wasn't even that long. It was it, it did feel long to me. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it did we'll feel that long. Michelle, final thoughts on thanks to them. 
I so I remember you were asking before, like, is this like your favorite episode or just like the best? I feel like I wouldn't necessarily say this is my favorite episode, but I think like this is this is the crew at the top of their game. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a certain quality of episode mm-hmm. that I would rank like maybe seven more episodes in there with it. Mm-hmm. From various seasons. But this is them at the height of their power. And that alone is very exciting. And yeah. many, many hand claps to them for their hard work. It shows off very well. They're ending the show on a very high note. They're throwing in a lot of stuff. And it's working really well, I would say. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Allie, how about you? Um, Dana and the crew pay for my therapy. <laughs> Did a fantastic uh, job with as little leeway as you were given, or you know, you fought hard enough to get as much as you wanted to get done with the boundaries they gave you. No notes, keep it up. Everyone, take a lesson from these people. In what way? In that you should bully your networks into doing better things for representation and good TV. Just bully them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck them I kids. Mean, yeah. Uh, definitely, hopefully, the, the, the Lumity arc and everything they've done with it will be, you know, replicated oh, in yeah. some fashion yeah. by many, many. This is a new way. bar in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. It is a new bar for sure. Yeah. I, I talked about on the uh, the predictions podcast that we're like very close to Lumity being the animation ship of all time the goat yeah they're the goat ship oh, of all time. Ooh. that's why it's the goat and i think we are one step closer after the special Absolutely. i think we're I mean, basically it's, there it's the goat basically there. it's been the goat for a while <laughs> At least let's, like, let's see that let's see the ending you know got. right it's the goat uh the deer no uh, the wolf the goat uh, i don't think there's any goats in this episode <laughs> But yeah, I think it's a good special. I I, I think it was, it's, uh, we'll see. I mean, we got to see how it plays with the rest of them. I don't know. Initial thing, I'd rank it like around fifth where I had the season two finale right around there. But that's really good. Um, but uh, a lot to like, a lot to like here. All the, all the Lumity stuff. Very excited to see how the Bellows uh, stuff comes next in our second special. Yeah. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking about three months. It's going to be worth and the guess... wait. It's going to be worth I, I'm Absolutely. glad that we and the rest of the fandom have this time to kind of mold yeah, and speculate. It's the best part. I love it. I'm still the really in happy between. that they're waiting. Like, it's not yes, a weekly thing. Seriously. It'll be over way too soon. Too much info dump at once. Yeah, we have to sit on Evelyn. Is yeah. Why would you raise that the first thing you say? No. <laughs> we'll, we'll see Evelyn what happens with that. Horrors. See if Michelle can wrap her head around Evelyn being a powerful. It's not that I can't wrap my head. My head doesn't want to do that to myself. Can't or won't? I guess that's the... Won't. Just unhinge yeah. your neck from your back and it'll work out just fine. Okay. Yeah, got it shape your goop form into whatever is necessary for the plot i don't know okay that's it for thanks to them discussion let us know wherever you're listening what you thought leave comments anywhere you can consider supporting us via patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to all our current patrons especially our patron podcast ryan and thanks as always to our patron executive producer steve michael and phonician uh it is a busy time for the podcast right now so much stuff is airing so check out our we reference pantheon here that's a great show it's an adult show yes. as a warning so you can check out our podcast on that hopefully at some point we'll have a dead end podcast and uh, ladybug season five podcast so look out for those as well 
that's going to be it. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.